Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I have such an amazing, beautiful inside out guest today, Pili Yarusi. I had the immense honor to be a guest on her show and we had so much fun that we just decided to bring it here. Plus, she is so special and unique that you will discover it within just the first few seconds that you will hear her. But she's also bringing a different light and perspective on women in investment and investing, which I think it's really exciting, especially now that we are realizing that we, many of us, are not living in places and in relationships that we want to. And we are like, okay, now what do I do if I feel stuck? So Pili, I'm so, so, so excited to have you here. What an honor. I am so excited to be here. So honored to be on your show. I cannot wait to share anything and everything you'd like me to share. I loved it. And before we open up this this box of sharing, uh, first, you know, I ask you, where would you love to be in the world? So I cannot take you there right now flying. However, I can take you there just for a moment in an experience and a feeling. So if you're open to it, Pili, I would love to ask you to gently close your eyes and let me guide you. Let me guide you as you are taking a deep breath in through your nose and breathing out through your mouth. And you can feel the lightness of the air breathing in, you can start sensing the ocean breeze. And with every breath out, you're becoming more and more present to the sounds of the birds around you, the beautiful jungle and flowers blooming everywhere around you. Imagine that you are in a beautiful vacation house in Hawaii. Your family is just enjoying a breakfast. Kids are laughing. Your husband is drinking a fresh squeezed juice. And you're sitting on the front porch of this beautiful home, just contemplating the ocean and a beautiful beach. You're feeling so relaxed. You're feeling so blessed and so appreciative. 
And as you're looking at this beautiful beach, you see a group of little kids running around and laughing and you start to smile too. And one of them runs to you, takes the couple steps that are to reach to you in your front porch and brings you a beautiful flower. And she smiles at you. You smile at her. And she says, who are you? What is the one thing you want her to know about you? Not what do you do, but who you really are. I tell this beautiful little girl, <laughs> Hey Hawaii. That means I am Hawaiian in Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. That that means I am just filled with aloha and I'm just filled with light and I'm filled with happiness. And I filled with gratitude just for this this little flower. And I I don't know if you saw me, but I I I put my yeah. my hand around my ear like I was putting it into my hair because that's exactly what I would do if I was in Hawaii. I would be I would wear that flower in my hair with such gratitude and such aloha. Mm, that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And it's so beautiful because that's exactly what I was doing when I was in Bali. You know, they have these beautiful frangipani flowers and I'm obsessed with them. So I would be always wearing it behind my ear and have it everywhere. So ah, I was there with you. How was it? That felt so good. That felt amazing. It's so funny. You tell me Hawaii. I immediately put myself in my mother's living room. I was like, mm, let's upgrade this. You said vacation. I was like, I'm taking my family to a beach house mm-hmm. on Manikai Beach, and we're going to have the best time on the beach. Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> You're so welcome. I love starting, you know, my episodes with this. It's always a little bit different because each one of my guests wants to be taken to a different place, but it's so beautiful when they come out. They sometimes don't want to even come out. (laughs) I didn't want to. (laughs) Here, I had a a guest who was in in France, you know, in a beautiful park watching a fountain. And she was like, you keep talking. I'm just enjoying here my croissant (laughs) and my coffee. So. I was like, I was about to jump in the water, go for a swim, maybe go surfing. Isn't it so beautiful that our mind can really take us anywhere we want? And imagine sometimes it can be beautiful if you visualize something that is suiting you. But I also know that sometimes we visualize things like worries and fear instead of like this beautiful, expansive, you know, possibilities. So um, I wonder, you know, it just came up like, do you ever still face limiting beliefs? Yes. In fact, when you, when you first started to take me on this journey, I, I actually put myself in one of my favorite spots on the big island. So Lanikai Beach is is one of my favorite beaches on Oahu. It's this beautiful white sand beach. It's exactly what you think about when you think white sand beach, Hawaii, blue ocean, you can see 40 feet down. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I actually put myself into what used to be my favorite spot on the Big Island, which was this outcropping of rock that jutted out into the ocean. And sometimes on the best days, it would be clear and blue and you could see deep down. And you could see nothing but ocean. But I put myself into this stormy day onto that outcropping. And I had to actually like take myself out of that. So what I used to go to there when I used to have limiting beliefs in a very, very much past life of mine, 
to cleanse myself, to let the ocean spray just cleanse me and take me back to the land, to the earth. I would hold onto the rock and kind of just like scream and just like let it all out because we have choices in life. And we can choose those limiting beliefs. We, could ch- we can choose those limiting relationships. And we can choose to blame others and other things for what's currently happening to us. Mm. Or we can take the responsibility. And even in that split second, I was like, I'm going to take responsibility for this thought. And I'm so happy I did. And I'm going to put myself in another place. And that's what you can do. That's what your listeners can do. Yes, it's not going to be, sometimes it's not going to be the easiest road, but you said it yourself, Batia, when during our interview, would, would I rather be on this difficult road where I'm not happy, but I'm making all the money. I, I feel like I'm loved or, or am I going to be unapologetic and I'm going to take responsibility for my life. And I'm going to make that decision to put myself on that better beach, to take the steps it takes to get there. Yes, in your mind, you can do this, this little switch, but how are you going to take those steps to get yourself to that better place? I absolutely love, 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 love. Did I say love? love. <laughs> what you're saying, because really what, what I also sometimes encounter, because I'm, you know, like very much about strategies and how to take the steps, but also I'm tapped into the spiritual world, right? And what is possible and how can we manifest and attract the the desires of our lives? And sometimes what I'm seeing is when women are um, in the process of attracting their dreams, they think like, oh, I just got to think positive and it will manifest. And they're forgetting that the inspired action, the going and taking the steps, it's what is going to take them. And the thing is that on other hand, you can see these women who are hustling and working hard and thinking that it's meant to be hard. And I, I like to bring it like into the, like the happy medium, right? Like we get to work, We get to take inspired action, yet it's not meant to feel hard. It's not meant to feel like struggle. And and when you tap to really inside, inside of you, you know what feels right or not. It doesn't have to feel good, but it feels right. So what were the steps you have taken? And please share with the listeners what industry you are right now and why too. So, of course, we have all lived amazing lives that we've taken all these steps to get to this exact place, these things that we may or may not have brought into our lives. My, my husband and I were managing a restaurant together. We were working, we're bartending. We'd, we'd actually met in 2003, but circumstances happened. We weren't together. We were really good friends, but then I moved to California, all these things. So- 2013. I am 33 at the time. And we decided to have our first child. And I don't want to have anything to do with the restaurant industry. It was a good industry. It did wonders for my husband and I. That's how my husband and I met. Um, And, but we pivoted and we decided we didn't want to be in the restaurant industry anymore. So we decided to get into real estate. Jason's family owns a construction company. It was really easy to pivot into real estate. And we started flipping homes and wholesaling homes and really got into real estate 
investing. So started off together as a realtor, started doing some regular residential deals. And at one point we had to shift again because we realized that flipping and wholesaling wasn't where we needed to be. And he wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. And we were like, There's mu- there must be something else. So one day I went to a RIA meeting. I'm like one of the only women in there. A guy approaches me and he's like, I have this deal. I do something called turnkey investing. So turnkey investing is basically you invest your money with a company and they do everything for you. And what you end up with is mailbox money. You don't have to do anything else but invest. They find the house, they renovate the house, they they rent the house. I was like, okay, you know what? That sounds all good and everything, but what I want to do is I'll, I'll actually, you bring me the property, I'll purchase the property outright at a discount. You take whatever fee you want, but I want a discount. And then I will fund the construction at a discount. Again, you take your fee, but I want a discount. And then you manage it take whatever fee you want. As long as the numbers work out, great. So long story short, we hold two duplexes for about a year. And then my husband and I sit down together. We're like, okay, so what's next? And he was like, well, if we can do this at this level, couldn't we take it to 50 units, 100 units, 1,000 units? And my mind explodes. So I'm not usually the person that brings the big idea to the table. The multifamily and investment real estate in multifamily was kind of a something like a amazing light that just shone down on my head. This amazing thing that just popped into my head. But taking it to the next level, Jason, my husband, is good at that. So I was like, "How do you? How are we going to do that?" So, ladies, this is what you have to do: educate yourself. Know that you can do it. See, back then, I didn't know that I could do it. I saw these numbers, and it went from working with tens of thousands of dollars, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars to millions of dollars. Now I'm working within the millions. And yes, that sounds like such a big jump, but it's just a mindset. It's a mindset set shift. So right now I would call myself, I am a multifamily syndicator. I find deals and I syndicate them. And then my husband and I manage the asset. That's so beautiful. Wow. I love that. And I love that story. And also that you gave yourself permission to really pivot. You know, it's sometimes it's scary, you know, because you when what it sounds like to me, Pili, is that you were um you were entrepreneurial, right? Because you are in a business with like food and restaurant, which is challenging, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. But you are saying I was entrepreneurial and I had a husband to, to help me and support me in my ideas versus many women that I work with are working the eight to five that they hate. They are single or they're divorced. And yes, a couple of them are happily, luckily in love, but many of them, they feel that they don't have an option because they're like, what do I do if I'm single mom? What do I do if all I have it's this job and I don't, I, I'm not entrepreneurial and I don't have any brilliant ideas. Limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs, warning, <laughs> warning, limiting beliefs. Now I have, okay. So my husband and I have a podcast called the Jason Peely project, but I also do a side show. Well, it's not even a side show. It's a show within this show called mothers of multifamily. And I've gotten to talk to mothers who are doing it alone. 
who have the single mothers doing it alone and using their network and the people that they know. You don't need a husband or a significant other to push you. You can push you if you are divorced. I can talk to you about a woman who actually lost her husband, unfortunately, but she built her portfolio and she built her education and she took the steps needed to get there. Ladies, all you need to do is have the drive. And yes, I said, all you need to, and that's, it makes it sound easy. And it's not because getting over that limiting belief is really, really hard because I had it. I had it, but you have to make that decision. If it's something that you want, and if you're listening to this show and you're, if you're listening to Petia, then that means that there's something inside you that wants to burst out. And if that something is to get into real estate or get into oils or get into whatever it is, then you take that chance on yourself and you take that step to educate yourself on how to do it right. Mm, So powerful. I love how passionate you are. Oh my goodness. So amazing. I hope ladies that you're watching on YouTube so you can see her beautiful energy. But I know that even if you're just just right listening to us, you can feel her energy. It's so beautiful. And I love that you're giving and bringing so much hope, you know, in, in, into women's life. So let me ask you for someone who is just starting their journey in their business and there are still, you know, like just, just the startup, like, oh my gosh, okay, finally, I don't have to worry about covering the rent or food, you know, what are some of the things that they can start taking the steps if they're like, well, I would love to invest in the future in a property or in something, where is that the ladies they can start? So do your due diligence. That just means you want to run your numbers. You want to know the people. Mm-hmm. When I invest, when I invest my own money into other syndications, other syndicators, and I, I'm going to tell you a funny story. So uh, a gentleman approached my husband about a deal that he had. And Jason said, no, he was like, we're not interested in working. We just, no, for various reasons. One of his partners, unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize they were partnered together. Uh, this amazing woman, Ellie, she comes to me and she's like, Peely, I have a deal. I'm like, yes. Caveat, you know, the numbers have to work. But yes, I would love to work with you because I, I knew her. We have had this amazing connection through podcasting. We had talked briefly at, at just together on, on Zoom calls. And I had actually at that point, I had actually never met her in person but I knew her and we had connected. And I was like, if this deal works, if the numbers work, of course I will, I will partner up with you and I will do this deal with you. And then I find out that Jason had said, no, it's the exact same partnership, mm-hmm. but we were like, okay, we're just going to jump in because he didn't know that she was a part of the deal either. And you invest in the people. So what you want to do, especially if you want to get into real estate investing is that you just kind of put yourself out there. Or you come and talk to Petia because I'm going to leave my number with her and you can call, come and call me. And the thing is with me, if you do call me or if you text me or if you DM me or whatever, I'm not going to sell you. I'm going to let you know who I am. I'm going to show you who I am. And that's what a real operator, that's what a real syndicator will do. They will show you who they are first. They won't ask you for money. They won't ask you for a thing. 
they will show you who they are. If, they, if you want to invest with them, then great. If not, I'm happy to teach you whatever I know in the time period that we have together. So that's one step is just to put yourself out there. If you want to get into real estate syndication, Google it, look up, look up names. I will actually give you a list of people that you can look up and learn from. You can learn from me and my husband. You can learn from, there is a plethora of women educators out there right now. There wasn't really when I started, and this is only a few years back. In the last couple of years, there have been a kind of like an uproar of women coming to the forefront. I mean, so many names are coming to the front of my head right now. And it's been such a blessing to be in this industry in this time, because I feel like we're finally getting to step forward and step into the light. Why do you think it's important for women to be in this industry? It is important because in any industry, a woman, a woman knows, needs to know how to invest her money. You need to know about money. For so many years, people would ask me about money. I was like, I have a bank account and I kind of know how to balance my checkbook. Kind of. I don't know. So this has, exactly, this has forced me forced me to handle my money correctly, to know where my money is going, to not just depend on my husband for you ladies that have husbands and significant others, not to just depend on your significant other if they're the money person, if they're the numbers person, you need to be a numbers person too. You need to know where the money is going. You need to know how to grow that money that you're, you have, no matter what job you have, if you have an eight to five job, if you have a nine to four job, if you're a stay at home mom, whatever it is, you need to know where your money's going so you can grow it. I mean, that's your legacy. That's how you're going to grow a future for your children. For you mm. is to know where your money's going. Hmm. That's so powerful. And you know, when you say like real estate investing, I'm, I'm thinking like hundreds of thousands and millions. I'm like, who has that when they're just starting, you know, like imagine single mom who has $2,000 a month, her income and a couple hundred dollars on the side for herself in a month. Then she was like, okay, you lost me. Like I cannot invest <laughs> anything. Right. So if you have $2,000 and this is money that you do not need, again, this is money you do not need. If you need that money, do not use it. Invest in yourself, invest in getting the education, invest in, everyone has a talent. Whether it is you're a single mom or a stay-at-home mom, and if you have like a moment, if you can give yourself a half an hour each day and read a book, pick up a book and read about syndication, talk to people, network, get the information in your mind that you can share with others, that you can network. I bet you, even if you said, no, I don't, I bet you, you know, people who have money. So real estate syndication is about bringing other people into the deal. I don't fund the entire thing myself. I can't buy a billion dollar building, but with real estate syndication, so syndication, let's take a step forward, step back. Syndication in real estate is just basically pooling money. And I am not an SEC attorney. I, if you, I'm not giving this information. I'm not an accountant. All those disclaimers. 
This is about pooling money together from various investors. We just closed a deal last week, Friday. That was a 506C. I was able, that's, I'm, that means I have the ability to tell every about, everyone about it. The lowest buy-in was 25,000 and the highest I think was like 200. So there was an accumulation and we were raising, what was like uh, 2.8 million. That was an accumulation of about 40 investors that invest into the steel. So you know someone, either your doctor, your dentist, my chiropractor invested because I kept on talking about it. So you start talking about this, you start getting into it. And this is the other reason, the other thing that happens is that a lot of flippers and wholesalers and real estate agents will jump into this as kind of a doorway because you can invest either your time or your money into this this kind of investment. So if you have more money, then you invest the money to get the education. If you have more time, then you invest your time to get the education. It's like any business you get into, whether again, like I said, oils, uh, one of, one of my favorite mamas is, is getting me into oils. And I'm like, I don't know why I've never gotten into this, but she has, and she told me about her story and how she basically started with nothing she had so many losses in her life, but building and tapping into her entrepreneurial spirit allowed her to build this business. So she has oil. She knows nothing about real estate. So I'm like, well, I can teach you a little bit about real estate. You teach me a little bit about oils and you come together that way. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really just having the clarity and being resourceful about what you yes. really desire, because I feel that when you truly want something, you will find the right people because you become magnet to those people and those yes. opportunities. So I love that. And um, we could also hear in a little bit that you are also full-time mommy. Yes. Full-time <laughs> so mommy. How do you, how do you, how do you stay grounded? How do you stay focused and centered? I know that many of my moms, they're like tired throughout the day and they're like, I just want to pass out. You know, I don't want to be learning or growing or connecting with more people. So what are some of your daily rituals that help you to stay grounded and being such a light for so many people? So I actually have, and it's going to be coming out soon. I have a book called How to Master a Fit Rich Life in 15 Days. And caveat to this, you have to make, you have to take the, make the decision and take the action for it to actually work. So in this book, I actually put my morning routine and it's called Aloha. It's basically, I awaken, I wake every day. I, I either brush my teeth or slap water in my face, anything I need to like get up and get out of bed. And I usually wake up. I used to make myself wake up at four o'clock between four o'clock and 4.30 in the morning. But I found that that wasn't good for me. So I started wake up at five and I need mama's, this is again, a decision. I needed to get up before the kids did. And my kids get up between six and 6.30. So this gives me an entire hour to myself and for me and my husband to connect as well. So I take the hour and I use it as I want. So A is awakened to wake up, get out of bed. L is love. You take time to meditate. Do, do exactly what Petia did. Go inward, dream, let yourself dream inside. Let yourself have a moment of silence, pray, whatever it is, meditate. I use calm or headspace, like anything that you need that day. Always opportunity. You know, you know, as well as I know this, 
visualize. If you can visualize the opportunity, if real estate is something that you want to get into, then you need to visualize that opportunity. If you want to get into whatever business it is, you need to visualize that opportunity first because chances are maybe that opportunity has, has come, but you didn't see it to grab it and hold on to it. So you have to see it first. So H is health. I'm huge on health. You have to keep this vessel healthy while you're here. You need to exercise. You need to eat right. You need to drink water. You need to see your doctor regularly and you need to check in with yourself. Make sure this is all, this is needs to be all good. Mm-hmm. Needs to be all good. And then aspire. So ladies, you're, you're listening to this right now. So you are already aspiring. You are already surrounding yourself with the best people. You're listening to Petia talk every time she has a podcast or YouTube uh, video come out. You're surrounding yourself with the good energy, with podcasts that spout goodness, with, with people who lift you up and don't bring you down. You have to surround yourself with, I mean, I know a lot of you have heard this, the six people that you are around, you become. So surround yourself with amazing, whether it's books, whether it's podcasts, especially in this time that we're in, you want to surround yourself with all the good. So I call that my Aloha mindset, A-L-O-H-A. And that's what, how I wake up every single day. And I need that. I need that mindset training and I need my hour because when I don't, and mama's, you know it, you know, there's times when I don't get that hour, that hour and a half. And I just make myself during the day, give myself little, little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen right away. If you are, if you are, okay. If you're su- suffering from postpartum depression, please talk to your doctor. Please talk to your OB. Please talk to your best friend. Drop me a note, drop Petty a note. Talk to someone because it's real. It's depression after giving birth is real and you need to seek help. So you need to jump out of that. But if you're in a place where you're reaching and you need some more help and you need more guidance and you, you're in a mindset that I can't, I have all these things, laundry's piling up, this is happening and I just want to sleep once the kids are asleep. Fine, sleep. Let yourself sleep. Let yourself have a moment, but then get up. You need to make the decision to take care of you because if you don't fill up your cup, you can't serve any of that goodness, any of that love and light and support to your children who need it from you. So fill your cup first. Be be a little selfish. It's allowed. It's so funny. Thank you so much for sharing that, you know, and it's, 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 I feel like when we say like, oh, you got to be a little bit selfish to take care of you. But I feel like it's very selfless because imagine when we don't take care of ourselves, we take care of everybody else. What do we become like a little monsties, right? We're upset and frustrated and we're not the loving and generous person that we really are. So I feel like absolutely you get to take care of you and in my morning routine, it's sacred for me. Like nobody can touch it. It's very uh, flexible. And what do I do is how do I feel? 
but it's always happening because first I get to serve myself, then I serve the world, like you said. And yes. really one, one last question. I'm curious, what is the one thing you would love the women who are listening to us? What do you want her to know? One last thing on your heart, the one thing that you want her to know as she's on her journey to discover how she can be investing in a better life for herself? Two things. You are enough. I know you've probably heard this. If you're listening to this and if you've listened to Petia before, I'm sure she said it and I'm going to say it again. You are enough as you are. Your body, your soul, your kindness, all that is you is enough. And number two, if you want that more, if you want that step up. You have to make the decision. Not me, not Petia, not anybody else in this world. You have to decide. You have to decide to get out of bed. You have to decide to be that CEO, that mogul you know you are. You have to decide to put on those jeans or those stilettos or that sweatshirt or whatever it is that makes you, you just decide and step forward into it. Mm, power of the decision. Love it. It's like the declaration to the universe. This is who I am. Watch me. I love that so mm -hmm. much. So Pile, I know that I've been following you and, and your husband on Instagram, but is there any other place that you love connecting online with others? Instagram is fantastic. And you can put that down there. It's just at Pili Arusi. I am pretty sure I'm the only Pili Arusi on Insta. <laughs> But if you want to find out anything about investing, anything about our podcast, my new book that's coming out, just go to www.yarusiholdings.com and everything is there. We will teach you the nuts and bolts about real estate investing. Or if you just want to have a chat about how how to navigate motherhood. I'm still doing it. I'm still learning every day. I will probably learn some from you as you will learn from me, but www.yarusiholdings.com. Mm, love it so much. Thank you so much for your time today. And also for all the goodness that you are creating, all the hope that you're bringing, all the families that you are saving. I love your work and your energy and mindset. And thank you for bringing me to Hawaii with you today. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you come to Hawaii with me. Thank you. I was so honored to be here and so honored to share some of my aloha. Thank you.